You have reached Road Talk, Navigating Your Journey, a ministry and podcast of the Discover Young Adults Ministry at the Preston Crest Church of Christ in Dallas, Texas. We meet at 945 on Sunday mornings, and we have small groups all throughout the week. We are located at Preston Road and Highway 635 in North Dallas. My name is Jacob Hawk. I'm the Young Adults Minister and the host of this podcast. It doesn't matter if you are single, dating, if you want to be dating, if you're married, if you want to be married, or if you're divorced, or if you're trying to figure out at what stage of life you are passing through. At the Discover Young Adults Ministry, we want to help you discover life, discover love, and discover the Lord. If I can help you or serve you in any way, or if I can pray for you, please email me at jacob at pressandcrest.org. Well, I want to welcome you back to Road Talk, Navigating Your Journey. I hope that you're having a great day, whether you're listening to this in the morning or the afternoon or the evening, whether you're walking along the road or driving in your car. Thank you for spending some time with us today as we continue to talk about things of our faith, things that matter to God and things that should matter to us. We've just finished a series entitled How We Got the Bible. And if you did not listen to that series, I would invite you to go back and listen to those four different episodes, episodes 77 through 80, where we talk a little bit about how the Bible, not the Word of God, but the actual book itself, how it came into written form and how it was dispersed to the masses of people that have it today. Hopefully uh, that series will bless you and maybe uh, teach you some things that you did not know before. Well, today we're going to begin a new series for the month of July. I've been asked to teach another class here at Preston Crest, the Friendship class, which has been in existence for many years, a very large class here at Preston Crest on Sunday mornings. And we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about hymnology, uh, the stories behind the songs that we sing in the church, the lyrics, and how they relate to Scripture and I thought that recording some of this material for the, pa- for the podcast would be of interest to other people as well. It's really important for us to remember a lot of the songs that we grew up singing if we have been raised in churches of Christ. We don't sing a lot of these songs much anymore. I love the new songs. I think they're beautiful. I think they have powerful messages. But I also think that some of the older hymns that we used to sing that are not sung as much anymore really had some deep theology that echoed from their pages. And they really bring out a lot of truths that we find in Scripture. And so in this series, we're going to spend some time looking at the lyrics of some of these older hymns, how they relate to Scripture, and also spend some time talking about the stories behind these hymns, why they were written, and what was going on in the life of the songwriter at the time. Today we're going to look at a beautiful hymn that we have sung for years, a song that really makes us fall before the throne of God in heartfelt praise, worship, and adoration. It's the hymn, I Need Thee Every Hour. Obviously it's an older hymn. It was written in the year 1872, 
but it also has a very interesting story. The hymn, I Need Thee Every Hour, was written by a lady named Annie Hawks. There's actually no relation between Annie Hawks and me and my family. Her last name was H-A-W-K-S. Ours is just H-A-W-K. But Annie Hawks was a housewife and mother of three children in Brooklyn, New York, who lived in a small studio apartment. She loved to write songs. She wrote over 400 of them. This being the most famous and still widely sung hymn of hers around the world today. But why did she write this song? Well, as history tells us, it was a warm summer morning in June of 1872. She was busy doing her household chores, which never stops for mothers, especially with three children in the home. And even in the mundane monotony of her domestic responsibilities, she felt a nearness to God, a dependence on God. And so she put down the broom, she picked up the pen, and she wrote the words to this powerful hymn, I need thee, oh, I need thee, every hour I need thee. Free. 
In verse 1 of the song, Annie Hawks pins, I need thee every hour, most gracious Lord. No tender voice like thine can peace afford. How do you see Jesus being a most gracious Lord in your life? There are some passages that come to mind. I think of Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, when Paul says, For it is by grace that you have been saved through faith, and this is not of ourselves, it's the gift of God. We know that without the grace of our Lord, salvation would not be possible. We know that without the grace of our Lord, our past would always return to haunt us. Paul touched on that in his own life, 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 13 and 14, when Paul said, Even though I was once a blasphemer and a persecutor and a violent man, I was shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. And Paul says that the grace of our Lord was poured out on me abundantly along with the faith and the love that are in Christ Jesus. The grace of God, the grace of Jesus, our Lord, gives us a reason to live for tomorrow and to know that our past does not have to define us. In verse 2, Annie Hawks writes, I need thee every hour. Stay thou nearby. Temptations lose their power when thou art nigh. Do you feel temptation decrease when you spend time with God? Why does it work that way? Well, James, the brother of Jesus, tells us in James chapter 4, verse 7 and 8, that if you come near to God, he will come near to you, and if you flee from Satan, Satan will flee from you. And Paul would add in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear, but when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. Temptation flees from our life when we spend time with God because God provides the escape from the temptation. He gives us the way out. It's just up to us if we will choose to open that door. I love what Annie Hawks writes in verse 3 when she says, I need thee every hour in joy or in pain. Come quickly and abide, or life is vain. That's an interesting statement. Life is vain. Why and how is life vain without Jesus? Well, King Solomon, who amassed great wealth and success and fame in his life, realized that all of it served no purpose without God. Solomon wrote in Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 2, Meaningless, meaningless, utterly meaningless. Everything is meaningless. So many people live their life trying to climb the ladder earn that next promotion, build that huge mansion, buy that lake house. And they may or may not achieve those goals, but they certainly find out that without a relationship with the Lord, none of those things really matter. They can't provide 
real happiness, and they certainly have nothing to do with joy. The Apostle Paul even looked back at his own life, and he was a man who had accomplished great things in his former Jewish heritage. He was the Pharisee of all Pharisees. He understood the law probably better than anyone else. He studied at the feet of Gamaliel. But Paul made the statement, Philippians chapter 3, Whatever was to my profit, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss. Some translations will even use the word garbage. Compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Life really is vain without Jesus. And Annie Hawks knew that, apparently, as much as anyone else. But in the last verse, verse 4, Annie Hawks writes these words, I need thee every hour, most holy one. O make me thine indeed, thou blessed Son. How do we know if Jesus has truly made us his? Have you ever thought about that? You hear about Jesus being your Lord and God being your Father, but how do you know that Jesus has truly made you his? I think one of the best ways to answer that question is by asking the following question. Have we made him ours? Jesus wants us to acknowledge him as the supreme authority in our life. Jesus would make the statement, Luke chapter 9, verse 23, If anyone were to come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me daily. If we want to know that Jesus has made us his, Jesus wants to know that we have made him ours. Well, there's one more door to open to see the full story of this song, a door we haven't opened yet. Although Annie Hawks wrote these words when she was fairly positive about her life and in a healthy place spiritually, her life was not always easy. Almost 15 years to the day after writing this song, her husband tragically and unexpectedly passed away, leaving her behind as a young widow with children to raise. Flowers and prayers were sent her way. But according to Annie Hawks, nothing brought her comfort like the words of her own song she had written a decade and a half before, I need thee every hour. Especially in verse 3 when she penned, I need thee every hour, in joy or in pain. Throughout our lives, we will all spend time in both camps. We will have joy and we will have pain. And we know that we need God in pain. That's when we often cry out to Him the most. But we also need to remember that we need Him in joy. For He is our joy. He is our strength. And we do indeed need Him every hour. Thank you for tuning in today to Road Talk. I pray that you have a blessed week. I hope that you'll stay with us as we continue this series through hymnology that I've entitled The Hymn of Our Hymns. As always, keep your eyes on heaven, and I can't wait to talk with you next time. God bless. God bless.